Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your time. We're in this game. An impossible goal. These guys are good. Scary good. And this crowd is going bananas. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network. My name is Michael Leboff. I'm the hockey editor here at Action. And joining me for what could be our final episode of the season is my friend and professional better, So Money Sports. And So Money, it could be our last episode of the season because the Colorado Avalanche were 3 2 overtime winners over the Tampa Bay Lightning in game four, giving them a 3 1 series lead. Uh, heading back to Denver for Friday night's game five. The Stanley Cup will be in the building, but there's a lot to talk about looking at that game. Let's just set it up for a better perspective before I hand it over to you. The Avalanche right now are minus 160 in game five. The Lightning plus 140. The over-under is at six. Game four was the first game to go under the total, even though it went the extra frame. Uh, And the series line, the Avalanche are now minus $1,400 to win 100. Uh, to win the Stanley Cup, the Lightning eight to one. Coming off of Game Four, or heading into Game Four, I should say, you and I were both saying that it seemed like the market was going to overreact to what we saw from Tampa Bay in Game Three, and we were getting a good price on Colorado and the under. And b- both of those, for the first time, the series, uh, you know, we we kind of nailed the game and the game script uh, for this series. My first inkling is kind of the opposite, where it looks like you're going to be paying a premium, like a clinching premium on Colorado at home here as the Lightning have, have drifted to plus 140 already. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, the line is definitely going to be inflated towards Colorado. We have to break down game four first um, because there was stuff that I saw that kind of leads me into game five. So what I saw from Colorado is a team that kind of took a page out of the Tampa Bay playbook, right? They started the game. They were... I, I, I didn't think Colorado started the game poorly. Um, they did give up that early goal, but as the first period went on, Colorado was absorbing Tampa Bay's best shot. And they were hanging around just like how Tampa Bay does. And then as the game kind of progressed, Colorado got stronger and stronger. Now, I think a lot of that does have to do with the fact that it's no secret that Tampa Bay is, is pretty banged up right now. Right. Um. They they played most of that game with five defensemen. I I don't have the final on ice numbers right now, but 
I mean, I, I, I think Sergeyev might have been their their top minutes guy there, but and we know that uh, Kucherov is not 100%. We know that Paul is not 100%. Obviously, Braden Point is out. There's a lot of um, injury concerns there for, for for Tampa Bay. So that leads me into Game Five, and and I think you you mentioned this before we started this series that um, you thought that as this series goes on, Colorado's um, rest factor is going to show it's um, it's it's going to be better for Colorado as the series goes on. And I think that we're starting to see that now. Colorado, they are carrying the play. Um, and I think that we saw this in overtime. That was a dominant overtime period. So normally I would say just looking at the number that it's that it is inflated, but we need to um, take Tampa Bay's injuries into, into account as well. Yeah, and I mean, this number might not stop moving up or i mean it will stop eventually of course but like it could there's still room to grow i think into yeah. colorado for what you just said one um darcy kemper was really really good for the avalanche in uh game four the enigma that is darcy yeah kemper. yeah darcy kemper he's in that martin jones bin of goaltenders <laughs> now where uh mike smith where you you, you you have your regular therapist and then you also have your therapist for NHL goalies where you talk about Mike Smith and Darcy Kemper and Martin Jones, but he was really good. And I think that's going to give the market confidence and that's going to give betters confidence uh, in the avalanche. If, if their biggest question mark didn't look like a question mark in the most recent game, uh, folks are going to bet on a team that doesn't really have any other real flaws. And then, like you said, the, the injury issues for the lightning are just, I mean, it's hard to watch at some at some point, it's like watching Sorelli go to the room coming back he couldn't take face-offs because he had an injury to his arm uh so Brandon Hagel was was taking draws for for in his in his stead and then they would switch spots it was just getting I don't want to say pathetic because it's more impressive but it was just like getting hard to watch uh this team like Ryan McDonough clearly isn't 100 percent he was injured late in the Rangers series like you said Kucherov so now Sorelli Nick Paul Chernak you just go down the list and they're in the lineup but when Nick, Nikita Kucherov is at 100%, he's one of the best 10 players in the league. So when he's at 65%, you're losing a superstar. You're getting – he's still a good player, but he's not a superstar. And I actually thought he was pretty good tonight. But, yeah, like the Avalanche, it, it seemed like the Lightning's game plan was because they know that as this game, these games wear on, they're, the miles are just going to catch up to them, that they needed to to get out to the early lead. And they were they did, but they weren't able to, take, to, to really deal that, like, oh, death yeah. blow, right? Like – with with their best their best period was the first period and they only got out of there up one nothing so it's uh that's that's really where the game was lost and i'm expecting for now for game five colorado it's like there's blood in the water the fangs are out they'll be banged for blood my guess is we see the same kind of performance from the avalanche in period one of game five that we saw in overtime of game four right like it'll just be a continuation of them trying to be like we know because we've learned from the Maple Leaf series and the Rangers series and from series in pre- prior playoffs that you just can't let this lightning team off the mat. Exactly. So you ready? Showtime on May 3rd. Summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 
I think that, you know, for someone who's betting on unders and betting on, you know, first period unders and other correlated derivatives off of low scoring games, I think I'm going to flip the script a little bit going into game five, because I think with Colorado pushing, it should be uh, a little bit more helter skelter. Uh, and that's especially true if, if Chernak and, and the, the lightning defense is, is as walking wounded as they looked. Yeah, completely agree. And I, and we saw that in games um, one and two, where if Colorado gets gets ahead early, Tampa Bay has no choice but to open it up, especially in an elimination game. Um, I do need to bring up the Canucks here. Um, anytime a team um, goes up 3-1 in the cup finals and they're coming home, you always have the uh, kind of the celebration that this team is going to win now and they've got the cup at home. They got all the momentum. And that's that's why you pay the premium that's built into it. But I'll never forget that game five in Madison Square Garden, the um, Canucks. It was it was supposed to be done. Good team that just um, nice nice little cute run into the Stanley Cup final, and now they're gonna get smoked in game five. They got behind in that game three nothing, and they came back and won that game. So that was one of my uh, one of my favorite games. So maybe one day the Canucks will be back in the cup. You know. Maybe next year. You just never know. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux's back in the saddle, and they just signed that Russian guy, uh, Kuzmenko. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> because that always works out. It always, you know, as Nikita Gusev and uh, Shipchenko uh, for the, the Golden Knights. <laughs> yeah, yeah Panarin's the only one really yeah. who who who's 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 worked out. But um, we'll bring this back to to Avalanche and Lightning from from the Canucks. Uh, as always, we we do like to touch on them on the show. From looking at it right now, before we hear, we'll hear nothing from the coaches, but before we hear from how players are trending in the lineup, for me, this this game, the numbers are, are telling me the Lightning are going to be the value side on the money line, and I'm going to probably be betting the over um, and, and betting my, you know, for fun kind of derivative bets off of that will, will be related to a high scoring Lightning game like they were for game four, uh, a low scoring avalanche game. And I, know, I mean, I don't feel terribly comfortable with the Lightning money line bet just because of what you you were talking about with the the, the litany of injuries, the fact that the Avalanche, they've, they've just been so good in these post, this postseason, 15 and three overall, which will probably go down as one of the, the most dominant that we've seen in the salary cap era. The Los Angeles Kings, if, if they win game five, the Los Angeles Kings lost four games en route to their 2012 Stanley Cup victory. Uh, and they're eight and one in their last nine. All of this with goaltending that has been you know, suspect. So while I know that Andre Vasilevsky against Darcy Kemper is still a mismatch in favor of Vasilevsky. Uh, and, and that gives me a little bit of comfort when I'm going to be betting the lightning uh, for game five. It's still, it just feels, and maybe this is just because this game just ended. It does feel like a kind of a fool's errand going there, but you know, it's, it's numbers and not teams. That's what those sharp betters like you out there always tell me. <laughs> yeah. I, I completely agree with you here. Um, I can't see myself um, getting on Colorado just because of the premium that I, that I would have to pay. Like, there's no there's no reason for me to bet that. I could see myself on Tampa Bay if this gets a little bit out of control. Um, I think that um, we've seen this. Um, I fell victim to this after after Game Two. You just you don't want to count this team out, right? So um, even with all the injuries and stuff, like 
if Tampa Bay is able to weather that first period storm they're going to face in game five, um, if they're able to make that game a coin flip, you just never know. So I can see myself on Tampa Bay. Um, I'm more likely going to come in on the over here. And we touched on this earlier. If um, if Colorado gets out to an early lead, Tampa Bay has no choice but to open it up. And I think that there's a higher probability of Colorado getting out to a first period lead in that situation in game five than it is um, Tampa Bay kind of locking it down um, with their injuries from the outset. All right. And that'll do it for this episode of Line Changes. Could, like I said, could be our last episode of the season. Game five coming away Friday night. It should, no matter how it plays out, this has been a, a box office Stanley Cup final and Stanley Cup playoffs generally. Uh, and it's been a joy talking with you. It's been a joy interacting with our listeners. And uh, we hope that you stick with us uh, through the offseason. We'll, we'll, we'll pop in and out uh, throughout the summer. Maybe talk a little little more Canucks than, than, than we did tonight uh, as, as we dissect their offseason moves. Maybe we'll talk a little Islanders. Who knows? Um, but if it is our last episode of the season, we, we do thank you for listening and we wish you the best of luck with all your bets coming up in the Stanley Cup final. <laughs>